and this is Nadia with Be The Boss Podcast. On our podcast, we talk about how to become your own boss physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. That's right. On Be The Boss Podcast, you can reach out with your questions and topics, and we'll talk about it. In other words, you reach, I teach. So make sure you write in and leave your comments below. You don't got to be the man. But you can always be the boss. Alright, my check, my check. Three, two, one. Let's go! Good morning, Tampa, Florida. This is your host, the anime, and my lovely co-host. Naughty Light. Naughty Light. And we are mother effing back, son. Yeah, yeah. Son, son, son. <laughs> Welcome to season three of Be the Boss Podcast. There's a lot to catch you up on. I don't even know where to begin. My year has been crazy. And in fact, the reason we took such a long break is because we took on new ventures and got a little crazy. We had to do some it maintenance. Did. You know it did. I mean? got a little hectic there. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So, I mean, where do we begin? Do you want to start? Do you want me to go? You can start. I know your year has been absolutely insane okay. and you've accomplished so much and I'm excited for you to share. If you build it, they will come, people. All right. So... I embarked on a journey. I, as you guys know, I've been in real estate. All right, I am a strong advocate of buying asset after asset. And though I was already buying property for a few years now, I decided to get my real estate license because I realized, with a real estate real estate license, you can get property at a discount. Why? Because they'll pay you a commission to buy your own property. That's called double dipping. Double I think. dipping. That's right. And not only that, not only that, but you have access to the MLS, all the data, history, tax record. You got so much. It's a, it's a much larger tool belt. You if got you're that licensed. insider info. Exactly. So I don't got to call nobody but myself at the end of the day. So anyway, I embarked on a journey with the help of Natty Light and her marketing firm. I decided to start a real estate company. Let's go. Florida Next Level Homes. Look it up. It's real, y'all. Um, <laughs> on that venture, all right, um, I just went ahead and I was pretty much the only agent in the company. I have more than one now, but I'll get to that later. I was the only agent in the company, and with that, I had to do all the showings, all the contracts, all the listings. It was a lot for one man, all right? Um, I worked seven days a week. I did that for about a year and I don't even know, man. A few months, I, I was right? burning that candle on both ends for a long time. Um, last year, from the date that we started the official company, I think that was in May was the launch date, uh, we did 8.5 million in gross sales. We had 25 transactions. That was not my goal at all. <laughs> I was trying to get 10, but you know, smarter not harder. I found ways. I the, the more I did it, the more I realized where the deficiencies were in real estate and like what really what struggles a real estate agent actually has in front of them. And if you're an entrepreneur, your job is to do what problem solve. So I solved the problem. And it worked, all right? I got way more business, way more transaction, and I was on fire. However, <laughs> and this is a teachable moment, y'all. All right, this is what happened. Um, I'm one person. As I was doing business, I learned that there's a limit to how many places I could be at one time. I started to slowly but surely learn that I can't have more than four clients at a time. I'm the kind of person that if I take on a task, I'm gonna give you all my time and energy. And that's okay when you have one to two people, but once you get to like five and six, 
it starts to get a little sloppy. The quality of work starts to suffer. And I was like, okay, I can't do that because I have a company and our reputation is our brand, you know? And that's, I can't put that on the line just in, you know, trying to chase a bag. So I said, okay, I can only handle four people at a time at any given time. Cool. Um, I found myself having to pick battles though because I had a lot of business on the table and knowing that I can only deal with four people at once, I was like, well, what do I do? Like, do I choose between the $5,000 commission or a $15,000 commission? Obviously, <laughs> that's a no-brainer. You want to maximize... Obviously. Right. You want to maximize your time and your efforts and, you know, make it worth your while. And, you know, that would be okay if it was just me, uh, Phil's Callus. That's the name I go by when I'm not in these streets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> that would be cool if it was just me. However... It's not just me. Um, I'm Next Level Homes, a company. And I'm not a company that only caters to high-end clients. I'm a company that caters to all the people. And so it goes back to that mantra, that, that philosophy that I've said before. When you don't think of self, the personal goals achieve. Me as an individual, of course I would want to go for the higher bag, but me as a company can't afford to do that because I don't want to be associated with a company that, you know, that doesn't, show up for people depending on their budget. That's not who I am, and uh, you know, you wanna sleep at night too, all right? So what do you do, all right? That's a dilemma, what do you do? And this is a teachable moment, all right? Um, the way I look at it is like this. I just, I have a dilemma between choosing between my pockets and my conscience. That's a problem. What does an entrepreneur do? We problem solve. So what I did instead is I decided it's time to scale up. <laughs> it's time Let's to hire go. more employees. The issue was how do I get to be in more than one place at a time? Just clone myself, become multiple people. So what did I do? I reinvested pretty much all the profits I made in year 2022 back into the company. I invested in infrastructure. I invested in more leads and ads so I can accommodate more employees. I invested in even things like signing cards, uh, the website, everything. Like I, I really just put everything back into the company with the mindset that I am not gonna make any money or the goal is to break even for the next three to six months. So I did all that keeping in mind that I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be profitable in the next six months because I'm gonna be building. And that's where I am today. I Next Level Homes is here and it's here to stay. And it's that's pretty much been my whole journey. Like, how do I get the best and the most out of what I came to do? I came to start a company. I came to start a profitable company. And that's where I am today. So that's been my recap. And I took all my time and energy. So hey. I, I couldn't show up every Thursday and do a podcast because I was running around the whole city. He was. We tried. <laughs> we really did. We, But every time we started recording, the phone would ring. <laughs> and I love that because, I mean, that's growth. That's that's what it means to be an entrepreneur. You know what I mean? Seven days a week, 365. So that was me. That was me in a nutshell. That's where I was. <laughs> <laughs> that deep journey. I like it. So what about you, Miss Light? Well, mine has been... Not that intense. You had an intense year, and I love that. Mine has definitely been more low-key in the sense of I really took the time to kind of figure out what I wanted um, in my business and also just in my entrepreneur journey. 
And I think I went into 2021 with a mindset of, I'm going to be an old man. I'm going to be an old man, and I'm going to live a retired <laughs> life. Um, and I did. I would walk whenever I wanted to walk. I would do whatever I wanted to do. I would take trips. I would just, I just enjoyed my life for the 2021. And during that time, I scaled. I scaled like crazy. I which I didn't expect at all. I didn't mm-hmm. expect. I thought I w- my business would decline. I would kind of slow down. And instead, of, it ramped up, which I loved. I really started focusing on the clients I wanted versus kind of working with everybody, which mm-hmm. I really did when I started my business is I would take any business. I would want to work with anybody, mm-hmm. especially if they fit in like the personality traits I liked or the people I liked or they were referrals. Um, but I stopped doing that. And when I stopped doing that, it was crazy how much my clientele improved because mm. I finally had time. And I, I know you talked about how, like, the money versus the kind of feeling good. Right. I kind of put off that I want to work with someone just to feel good because mm. I was getting burned out by doing so many. Both ends. I know what you mean. Right. I was burned out by doing so many partnerships and so many, like, things where it'll pay off in five years or it'll pay off in 10 years. Like do this for a percentage, which I love to do. I still do, but I just became more picky at it. Um, and I had to step away from some projects because they were burning me out. It, they were demanding. They didn't have any monetary gain at right. all. And they were just exhausting in a sense of, I was like, oh, I have to deal with this again when I don't want to. I want to be my own old man retired. I'm a retired old man. That's it. <laughs> I told my mom that. Um, but as soon as you become retired, life changes. It becomes better. It becomes better because you're able to focus on things you love. Mm-hmm. And I think I got much better at balance. Um, which, entering 2022, I mean, I lowered my client count. But I increased my revenue, which has done amazing things for my team morale, for my morale in general, and for the quality of work we produce. Um, Then wonders for your skin. (laughs) Glowing. (laughs) Um, And it's really changed the way I look at business. And it's allowed me to really start taking on some bigger kind of focused projects, um, which I'm excited about, uh, including kind of of building things that are more structural and based. So kind of going away from my service-based entrepreneurship into more of like property entrepreneurship and um, having something tangible that you can hold, feel, touch, see, experience, uh, which I think I always loved, but I never had the time to pursue. So now I'm really starting to focus on that. I love that. You know, in my real estate journey, I had this one client. I won't say his name. I call him DR. Um, He told me something. He took me out to dinner when we closed on a property we bought last year in December. Um, He took us out to dinner to celebrate. And when we drink, we just start talking about life and business. And I don't know what what me and this guy have, but, like, we're, like, brothers or something. That's awesome. It's weird. We just connect. And so... Uh, he told me something interesting because he's, he's further along in his life's journey than I am, and he just gave me some wisdom. He goes, he goes, you know, everything changed for me when I decided to pick my, get my time back to myself. So he was like, after this time, I don't work. And he started telling his clients, 
pretty much he started choosing his clients instead of letting his clients choose him. Mm-hmm. So pretty much what you just said. He yeah. said he just took his time back. He goes, I don't work after this hour and I'm not available here. If you want to catch me, you got to catch me between this and that's it. That's and it. he goes, once he started doing that, everything changed. He made way more money than before mm-hmm. versus taking every lead that he had. Right. And he told me that as advice and I'm like, man, that's very powerful stuff. I still did the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm watching you, and you yeah. t- technically took his advice. Without, yeah. And yeah. it's working, and I'm seeing it work. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I'm like, I just don't... Uh, it's hard to do something. It's like a leap of faith for me for, for me to do that. It's hard. It was really hard for me. And, and where I'm from, like, you know, my family's from Haiti, third world country. Like, that's a whole island of, of hustlers. Like, they're mm-hmm. all entrepreneurs. And so turning down business is crazy to me. So I was like... I was trying to figure out, yo, how do I get all the business? Yeah, I know, <laughs> like, I know, me too. How do I, how do I leave nothing on the table, get all this business, <laughs> and still keep going forward? What I saw the problem was, it's like, hey, it's only an issue if I'm trying to do all the business. Yeah. Instead, I'm like, you know what? Let me get an army so I can handle. I couldn't handle the workload. Yeah, you and, were getting burned out, and I, you were getting I, burned I, out too. Yeah, and we I both was. had to take a break because we we're like, yo, we have a lot on our plate. It was. And you it found. Was. It seems like you already found your solution. Yeah. Twenty twenty two has been great. Every time I come in here, there's a new like employee of hers. I'm like, dude, how many people work for you? <laughs> <laughs> Building that army you're talking about. Yes, sir. So uh, I like that. I think I'm slowly turning to that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm training two agents right now. I'm looking to recruit two more. I want a team of four. Uh, we're going to call it the Fantastic Four. I'm just kidding. We're not going to call it that. No, but <laughs> we, are, we are internally. Yeah. I'm just, everybody know. We just keep that, you know, on, on the hashtags. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I think once I get that going, I think I look forward to see, like, how I can flourish. Because then I'll get my time back. And mm-hmm. as you know, I'm... I'm doing real estate, but I'm not a real estate agent, people. No. I'm not. I'm an artist, all right? <laughs> I like canvases. I like creativity. I like to paint. I like to write. I like to do business. I like to find new business ventures. I don't want to focus all my efforts into one thing. So I'm going to see it through. I'm going to make sure, you know, I tie the loose ends. But I might take you up on what you're doing because I'm learning a lot listening to Nadia talk. You know what I'm saying? Hey, let's go. <laughs> Who talking. knew I would become the wisdom one? <laughs> you were the wisdom one this whole time. I just eat a lot of fortune cookies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's crazy. I actually have a story to go along with kind of like how I started to say no to people. (laughs) It was a really good friend, and um, she really wanted me to do her social media. And she was going through a rough time, and she didn't want to pay me more than like a certain amount. (laughs) When my fees kind of went triple, quadruple. Um, and she was calling me, asking me, taking me to dinner, just kind of like trying to convince me that she's not going to be too much work and it's going to be low key. And she, it's just like a favor. And every part of me wanted to be like, yes, of course, you're my friend. I'll do it. No problem. Woo. <laughs> and saying no to her was like the hardest thing I've ever done. But me saying no to her was so empowering because I started just saying no to anything that people started negotiating or talking about like, oh, it's not in our budget. Could you do this? Could you do that? And I was very kind of like, no, this is like our lowest. This is what we're doing. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's been crazy. And now I have clients who don't blink an eye at like high figure contracts, like three figure contracts. They're like, yeah, sure. 
not three figure, six figure contracts. They're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> like two figure contracts? They're like, sure. I'm like, interesting. <laughs> oh, no. Six figure contracts for the year. They're like, yeah, no problem. They don't blink an eye. To them, it sounds like they're getting a bargain. And I'm like, oh, okay. I should have got higher. <laughs> I, should, you know, I should have got increased that rate. <laughs> you know what's interesting about that? I'm thinking about that in theory because by saying no to this person, you're actually saying yes to you, number one, mm -hmm. but also you freed up the time to actually go to the people, the clients that you want. So mm -hmm. now, like, imagine if you did take a project on, mm -hmm. so now you're spread a little bit thinner, mm -hmm. a bigger project comes on the table, you're already kind of all over the place, mm -hmm. so you're, now you're more like, you're, you're willing to lower your fees even more because you got yeah. a lot going on, you yeah. don't know what you can handle. And you, and you don't want to, like, under-deliver, over-promise and under-deliver. Right, so you're trying that. to come in yeah. lower and now your morale's down, like, it just overworked. So yeah. by saying no to her and yes to you yeah this client comes in and you confidently say this is my race and yeah. like okay yeah and you already said Dude, no so you're ready it was the craziest thing the first <laughs> time um it was a like a 10k contract a month hmm. like which is crazy usually my contracts were like one to two k hmm. and i quoted what the market rate was for his area kind of everything we were doing kind of a full outsource marketing hmm. he didn't blink an eye that's true Dude, it was fire. It, and I gave him two options. I gave him a lower option and I mm -hmm. gave him the higher option. And he was like, What are the benefits? What are the differences? I explained it. He's like, Yeah, that's cool. That, that was it. <laughs> that was the conversation. I'm like, um, okay, I'll send you the contract right now. He's like, Yeah, that's cool. I'm like, okay. Imagine if you lowballed it. He paid the invoice the same day versus what I used to experience people paying their invoices 30 to six, 45 days late, right? 30 mm -hmm. to 60 days late, waiting for them, like begging them to like pay their goddamn hey, it's pennies. The, it's like, the first, guys, oh. remember? Uh, I know, it was, it's crazy. And I even did where I would be like half up front, half in the middle, kind mm -hmm. of like to balance Work out. With them. He was like, oh no, I paid the whole thing. I'm like, okay. No. <laughs> Whatever. And then so and that's when you change when that happens, that's when you change your number and you disappear. Boom. Yeah. No, that's it. <laughs> that's how you secure the bag, folks. That's how you secure the bag. No. But it was so scary. It was really scary saying no to that lower kind of like a client because mm -hmm. they're like, well, shit, what if I don't get another client? I'm like, well, I'm going to be broke and I'm going to fire everybody <laughs> and we're just going to be homeless. I got kids to feed. <laughs> I got chickens to feed, not kids. I got chickens. They're expensive little you fuckers. You chickens to feed. They are I mean, very worst expensive. Worst comes to worst. I'm just saying. I'm vegan today. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, no, but it really changes your life when you start appreciating your own time. And I think I'm at a certain point where I know the value I bring and I don't have that fear of, oh, I don't have social proof or I don't have, or I'm young. Because right. that's what, and you, honestly, it's friends who say this or it's like people who are referrals or acquaintances who are really like close to you that say, oh, you're young. You shouldn't be charging that much. When in, right? They don't it's, know you. Yeah. I think you don't know me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. When it's crazy when you actually find clients that understand what you do, value what you do, mm -hmm. and... Like, want what you do? Completely different mentality. And it helps you, like, internally. You're like, oh, shit, I can do this. And you know what? <laughs> Your friends look at you because you're young and they know you. But the stranger, the client, looks at you as, wow, you're doing this much and you're that young? Mm -hmm. Like, that, that might be impressive to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It's a whole different mindset. I agree. I wish, uh, I mean, I think, you know what it is about that advice? For me, it's, I can't negotiate in my line of work. 
<laughs> because <laughs> the clients, my clients don't pay me. Yeah. yeah, literally, I just, if that's the house they want, then that's the amount I get paid. I guess in the listing I could negotiate, but I don't really do a lot of listings, which I don't know why I'm not doing that. I heard listing is the bread and butter of real estate, but I'm, I'm a buyer's agent right now. Yeah. But, but I feel like you fall into whatever it is you like to do more. That's whatever I understood, honestly. Yeah. And honestly, this year I plan to grow and, and figure out the listing aspect because that's the And we got to do the well. business sales and we got to do that commercial real estate. Uh, we about to Yay. get in there and like swim with You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> so I know a commercial agent who sells like one property for 20 mil and he just chills for five years. And <laughs> he does it again and he chills for another five years. <laughs> That's savage, dude. And he's been doing it. And I think he's over 60. He's been doing it every five years. He's like, yeah, I just sell something every five years. I'm like, oh, just like that. You just sell, yeah, just sell 20 million every five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not that. lazy now. Every, once every five years, I, I do, you know, pull up the old bootstraps. I do some work. You know what I mean? It's crazy, but we'll get there. Trust me. And in all honesty, man, it's nice to be back. It's nice to, this is kind of like a, a virtual blog almost. It you know is. what I mean? It's like we a place to come and just refine and just get all that stuff out. Like, because keeping all that stuff in your head for too long, it adds up, you know? Yeah, I feel like it documents our journey in a way where in like 20 years from now, we're mm-hmm. going to be sitting on our island drinking our whiskey or mojito whatever oh the, whatever uh, boss vodka bo- bourbon boss whiskey boss bourbon boss bourbon guys <laughs> hashtag that's surprise that's another episode hashtag surprise <laughs> <laughs> surprise bitches um, and we're gonna be able to listen to our episodes and hear our journey and hear kind of how I think how silly we were. I'm sure. I'm sure in like 20 years you learn so many lessons that you're going to look back at yourself. I even listened to some podcasts or episodes I did when I was like 20, 21. Mm. And I'm like, damn, I was a child. She's going to say that every year. <laughs> I am going to say that every year. <laughs> damn, I was, I was little. What was I thinking? <laughs> when I hear my back, you know, it just makes, I, th- I literally take my own advice. So. <laughs> I'm like, did I really say that? Damn, I'm smart. I'm like, damn, I was smart back in the day. What the hell? (laughs) What happened? Right. Well, I read some of my old business ideas because I have like a Mm -hmm. business journal. I keep business journals of all the business ideas I've ever had. I'm like, that's a good idea. I'm like, um, so I got the idea from watching Sheldon in um, so Big Bang Theory, and it's called Young Sheldon. Mm -hmm. There's like a a season written, and he keeps diaries of all Mm -hmm. his ideas. So I started doing that. And I read back to some of my, like, ideas from even, like, three, four years ago. I'm like, shit, I got to do that. <laughs> Good <laughs> damn like, oh, idea. <laughs> Drop everything. <laughs> New business venture. I'm going to start doing that. I have it. I put it in my phone, but I have, like, a trillion notes. So it it's hard to decipher. when you write it down. It's mm. so much easier to, like, get your idea, I think, on paper. And it's... It's more interesting to read it through. Like, I have so many notes, but I never read through them. I just delete them eventually. <laughs> but, like, a book, a journal, it's so cool to read what you were thinking two years ago and what was, like, going through your mind. It's so cool. It's, like, the coolest thing I do. I want to start doing that. I definitely want to start doing that. I kind of do that with music. When I go back to my old music, I'm like, man, the things I was talking about back in the day was savage. <laughs> yeah, boy, was, I don't know if I was angry. I don't know if I was... I was about that life, son. I was like, wow. That's hilarious. Get I was that. about that life. I was like, what? Don't run into me on these streets. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Tone that down. I don't even like that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Anyway, it's good to be back. I'm excited. Uh, look forward for more episodes on season three, Be the Boss Podcast. 
Uh, is there anything else you want to add once again? No, no. We're excited to have you guys back. I'm excited to be back. Didn't we used to have like an outro? What was we it? did have an outro. It was something like, if you like man, it, no, no, it was <laughs> you a, like man, it, what, what did you say? <laughs> um, you don't have to be the man. But you can always be the boss. Boss, 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 boss,